Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big 3 at 3. Number 1. All right, number one, we're live here at um, at Radio Row here in Las Vegas. And number two, Clint, apparently the way this camera setup is, um, the people can still see me during these breaks. And um, as I see here on the uh, on YouTube and Twitch right here. <clears throat> hey, Ron from Sally, are them wings good? <laughs> Marlon King, got to be. Joe Green, you giving them you giving that chicken hell, Ron. Sally, damn, wings. Uh, uh, CJ Jack, damn, Ron, cleaning the hell out of them wings. <laughs> the wet mouth. Apparently, uh, I'll tell you, I'm going to break a wing down now. I'm going to get all that meat off of it. Oh, damn, Tyler. All right. What happened? I just, he's salivating with that drop right there. I'm going to get all that. That's not the last time I'll hear it from. I'm going to get all that meat off of it from Tyler Milner. Um, you but, know uh, it yeah. already, man. I mean, you know yep. it. Yeah, yep. Uh, People over here hooked us up with some wings, and uh, uh, I found out that break was a good time to polish them bad boys off. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna get through them, and I ain't gonna leave. I ain't gonna leave nothing, nothing on there. I'm gonna get it to the bones, baby, right on off that thing. But uh, as we are live here, a little baseball news. Uh, we talked about yesterday. Uh, there was an arbitration hearing between the Astros and uh, Mauricio Dubon, and Dubon who uh, countered at $3.5 million, and the Astros uh, wanted to go ahead and go with just a flat $3 million. Uh, according to Chandler Roma of the Athletic earlier today, Mauricio Dubon won that arbitration case against the Astros, and he'll make three point five this season. He got his $500,000, damn it. Mauricio Dubon got the W. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering from you two questions, everybody out there listening. Although Clint will be the first one to be able to answer verbally on this, one, you think uh, you got any concerns that uh, that maybe he takes a step back and last year was just kind of an anomaly and he uh, he doesn't he doesn't have the impact on the team that he did last year, and two, the other question, where do you think he ends up playing? Do you think he ends up just being a utility guy, or do you think he ends up being a bigger part? potentially an everyday type. Player. I absolutely believe he ends up being a bigger part. 
Um, look, it's going to be hard to, to I think, mirror what he did last year because that, was, that wasn't just good numbers. That was like he was clutch as You remember hell. how bad we were talking, talking yeah, about I mean, him from the plate? Yeah, I mean, it, it, that was that was unbelievable. I mean, it, the, the the year he had last year was wild. So I would think that he would – either way it goes, he, he would have a hard time duplicating last year. But but I still think he is just an, an I mean immensely important to this this season with the Astros. If I had to bet right now, he would end up being your center fielder. You think so? You think that you think that by at some point this year he he becomes the everyday center fielder or outfielder. I, I, I think Jake Myers would have to pull a Nico Collins for you for me to feel like like he's the best option in center field for this baseball team. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I, look. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Jake Myers goes he out there and hits 300. And his speed is a game changer in center field. His range is crazy, and he's climbing. I, look, I hope Jake Myers becomes whatever in the hell the Astros scouts and 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 their you know their their coaches and their organization, whatever they think of this, whatever they've seen. I, I hope that he becomes that guy. But if, if he does, it would be a Nico Collins like emergence for Jake Myers. And and I just I, I've not seen it. Um, it, to me, I, I I don't. I think it's going to be underwhelming from Jake Myers this year, and I, I think it's going to be very, very, very difficult for the entire organization to even shape their mouth to say, "Hey, we're going to keep Dubon on the bench after what we saw last year, and we're going to keep riding this uh, Jake Myers experience." Yeah, it's an interesting thought, Clint, because this this year you'd either say, "Like, hey, he is re- like he finally got it, like whatever it was that whatever the comfort is, it clicked." Or, like, did he just have a hell of a – because last year is a clear outlier to the rest of his career. Like, you talking about Dubon? Dubon. Like, yeah, that, yeah, like absolutely. He's career highs across the board. Ten home runs. I mean, and this and, – and, and to fairness to him, the most at-bats he had ever gotten in a season was 243. Last year he got 467. So he got four double, – doubled his at-bats. And then when you look at that, he gets – he's got 130 hits. 26 doubles, 10 homers. He gets double-digit homers, 46 RBIs, and he was sitting in that leadoff role a lot, hit 278, and that was, and that was with it dropping there. And then, as you said, he even performed what, even more in the in the postseason yep. and won a gold glove last year for uh, for his work as, as a utility player. So it, there is a thought that, that maybe that was just a big season, but I, I'm with you, man. It, it, the way he played last year, it feels like it's just hard to keep to keep him off the field, right? And and listen, I know some of you all don't want to hear this. Somebody's gonna get hurt. Somebody, somebody's yeah. gonna get hurt. And I I know you don't know Tyler. You don't want to hear it, but you just I mean you know this team and you know the guys that they have on this team and you know certain positions. I won't say their names for bad luck, but are gonna do a stint or two on the IL. They just do. They just do. They just do, and so, um, so we'll see that that he'll probably get a get a lot of playing time that way as well. But it 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 just seems like it's going to be hard to keep that dude off the field. And boy, Jake Myers just don't seem like the guy that's just going to be able to just keep him off the field. You're right, man. Jake, well, I mean, Jake look, Jake's going to have to pull a well to to your point he's to pull a CJ Stroud. To your point, I mean, if 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 that's, something sorry, happens, if something happens in the middle infield either either of the middle infield spots and and Dubon has to has to obviously play a significant amount of games at, at, at the middle infield spot then then maybe Jake survives but 
Uh, to me, the best Astros right now. Damn, you just said that too. Somebody just texted and said, I think Dubon could go out. And, and 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 get Pena's job if he's not producing at a certain rate. No, I don't. I don't. I don't believe that is in any way, shape, or form a possibility. But, um, you know, if, if he has to to play because of injury in the middle infield, then I could see where Jake Myers lasts a little longer than than maybe maybe his play would would permit. But I I just I'm it just it is, it is like Jake. What does Jake have to do? Like, what kind of season does Jake Myers have to have for at the trade deadline? We're not sitting here talking about getting an upgrade. Well, I mean, whether it's an upgrade or at at, at the trade deadline or All Star break, whatever you know, whatever midseason. Like, for us to not be going, hey man, hey y'all, Dubon was lights out last year in clutch. Like, at, at what is what? I mean, he has to he has to hit three hundred. <laughs> or. He has he has to hit 300 and his speed be a game changer and um, the, the defense with everything except for the arm strength obviously has to be a major. You're plus. saying to even like, even out even. To, to eliminate yeah. Dubon from the center field conversation, like Jake Myers. What kind of year does Jake Myers have to have? I mean, it's, he's got to be out of his mind, right? Well, not to them, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, to, to them, I don't think because what has he done to earn to start the sucker? Like what has he do, like what has he done to make you think, yeah, he should start this well, year like, at center. Well, like I said, I, like I firmly believe the only way I can couch this up is is that and you're trying. Well, no, I, like I just I just think that this is a hey, let's see who we got in this young dude. Let's give him let's because I've said it multiple times. Like I I don't like the rotation in center field simply because as a hitter you would like to settle in some kind of routine and, and you'd like to have the opportunity to work out of a slump when you're slumping. Like none of those guys have that opportunity because they're rotating so often, and so, you know, I I think it's unfair to label a guy um, as a you know as as lesser than or greater than to be honest with you with when that when that's the case I think it's give him extended time in center field commit to him and let's see what we got in this young guy. Yeah. All right, Dubon. We'll see what happens, but he does get his money and. Uh, he should be happy and ready to go for uh, spring training coming up here very, very soon. Uh, and we'll see what type of impact he is allowed to have on this team coming up this year. Big three and three, number two. I forgot all about that doobie. All right, um, Texans uh, legend Andre Johnson, um, arguably the best player in the history of the organization. Uh, he will be up for the Hall of Fame um, for the third time, will the third time be the charm? The other finalists this year, and I think we'll find out all of this Thursday. So that'll be a big one uh, coming up as NFL honors, and usually that's when we find out. I would imagine somebody is probably going to sneak this out, and and maybe there's something that is, is that that jumps out before that. But as soon as we get any kind of information, we'll we'll talk about that. But Andre Johnson's there with Reggie Wayne, Tory Holt, Eric Allen, Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, the tackle. Uh, Jahir Evans, uh, Dwight Freeney, Antonio Gates, Rodney Harrison, Devin Hester. Uh, who there have been uh, drops that Devin Hester might might be in. I've heard I've heard that rumored uh, this week. Julius Peppers, Fred Taylor, Patrick Willis, and then a guy you know very very well, Darren Woodson, Woody. Uh, are the uh, finalists. And um, I, I I don't know what's going to happen. I just find the whole thing ridiculous. Like. Like what? What will now make you believe? All right, now, now I know Andre's a Hall of Famer. 
Like what it like to me? Like what what is it now about year three that you know? All right, I, like to me, I think Andre's a Hall of Famer. Like I and 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 uh, all right, you got to wait stuff. Is what is it about year three? Like aha, it's it's hit me. The rule, the the stupid rule stuff about oh we got to wait. It's just it's it's dumb. It, it, it's it's just it's just dumb. It's silly. It's silly about the whole thing. I just I. I He's a Hall of Famer. He he, he should be yeah. in. And and if he's got to wait four, five, six, seven years, it's just silly as hell to me. Yeah, no, I, I I think it's I think it's silly. I think the the conversations around well, you also have Tory Holt and Reggie Wayne are in in the mix. That's two other receivers. Like I, I mean, we're talking about Hall of Famers here. I don't give a damn if three of them are wide receivers. Like I don't care yeah, what the get class in. looks yeah, like. Yeah, get like, in. The, the th- and I've heard McLean talk about it multiple times. Well, that's going to play in. That's not going to play in his favor. And like I, I don't get. I, I hate those kind of conversations of. Well, you got. You, you can't have this many guys in the same class from the same team or from the same position. Hey, man, if you're a Hall of Famer and you deserve to be in, man, get it done. Man, it is the reason why I'm annoyed by Hall of Fames. It's because awful. They, well, because they put limits on who can be in there. And so the, the difference is, to, to your question, Ron, is like what's the difference between now? He's no more of a Hall of Famer now than he was yes. a couple of years ago. The difference is, is the pool and who he goes up against. And so he's more of a Hall of Famer against his competition as opposed to just isolated what type of player he was. Yeah. He was a Hall of Famer when he retired. He was a Hall of Famer when he first became eligible. He is a Hall of Famer today. It is insane. I couldn't the, agree more. But to the point you're making, they've never even reached the limit, though. Like any of the years that he's been available, they've never reached the the threshold of the amount of guys. They could, but they put in like two last year. Well, so. well, yeah, and well, that's the thing about it, though. Whatever the gatekeeping is, like I, 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 I feel like they should be way more liberal about Hall of Fames because there, there are certain folks to me are automatic. I don't think Andre's automatic, but he's definitely a Hall of Famer to me. But like, imagine this: four years from now, Tom Brady and J.J. Watt are going to have to be voted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. To me, there should be a criteria: five, eight All Pros, whatever it is. If you meet this certain criteria, we ain't got to sit around right. and do no song and dance. Right. You're in. You get the moonwalk in if you want to, yeah. and we can move on to or the there's next, no, to the or, next or thing. Or there's no feel of, all right, all right Andre, all right, um, Chris Carter had to wait seven years, uh, to, or or T.O. had to wait well, five years, so now we got to make you wait five years because we were all stupid during and, that time. And there's that domino effect because now, and think about it, fast forward to that scenario that I talked about, J.J. Watt and Tom Brady going to keep somebody out. Yeah. Somebody that needed that should have probably been in by then when they shouldn't even factor into it. They should just be in. But like, period. but to the point like this, Clint, and you and and I feel bad for him, and you know him more than I do, and I and I think I'm really surprised that Darren Woodson hadn't made it to the Hall of Fame. You know, usually when you have a great team like that, anybody who is all pro, dynasty, like yeah. all pro, like they they make it. There's like when you look at any of the dynasties, they got a, a load of them. And Darren Woodson was always in the Pro Bowl and was one of the top guys on that team. But, Clint, how long has Darren Woodson been retired? Ooh, ooh, you know what I mean? I like, I how long is he? I don't know exactly, but I, it's But been, it's, it's, it's got to be close to 20 years by now. I'm just saying, so he's still a finalist? Like, he's a finalist? Like, how many? Been, like, I bet it's been 15 years. I, I bet he's been on this list double-digit yeah. years. Like, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Wait, year 11? Oh, now Darren's a Hall of Famer. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Darren, like Darren Woodson has not played in the NFL since 2003. Oh three, yes. Yeah, I thought it was Hell, twenty was, years. That's my first year of college, years. Clint. Yeah. My first year of college. Oh, oh four, I'm sorry, oh four. 
excuse me. Forgive me. That still might have been my first year of college. <laughs> same thing, though. That, that, I mean, I had the it, same it, grade. It, it, it's absurd. It's just. I'm going to go ahead and kick my soapbox, man. You struck a nerve it's with just, that. It's just, it's just, it's just well, that's uh, Brandon Scott who was out uh, playing beer pong last night, too, losing. Um, not to me. Uh, I don't see no bitches nowhere around I handed, here. Yeah. I handed you a winner. <laughs> yeah. And damn, I, I, I handed I you a lose, winner. I ain't lose like no bitch or nothing, but it, <laughs> was, uh, it, was, it was shameful. I ain't, ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, man, I handed you a winner. I mean, and now, you, now Juan had to pick up his confidence against you. All right, speaking of that, speaking of that, man, a, uh, I found him last night, boy. I told you I was going to run into some daiquiris and some problems. I found them bad boys last night, and it – uh. It got away from me, and I got to address something because I don't know. I'm out of the loop, Tyler, but people keep saying this on YouTube and Twitch. Like, oh, Ron, are you going to address the Area 45 guys? I have no idea what I need to be addressing, Tyler. Some accusations, man, some accusations. Really? Oh, hell, I I like this kind of party, as Mike Singletary would say. (laughs) Let's do that dance coming up next right here live on The Drive. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back in. An hour from now, Brandon Scott said I was too uh, sensitive about something that happened yesterday to Patrick Mahomes. I don't agree. We'll see if uh, if you and the uh, you the people and Clint and Tyler agree with him. Um, I almost used you as a reason why uh, why I don't think I'm being too sensitive about the situation. So it, it, that, if it's what up. I think it is, which I have no idea, but I did listen to everything yesterday. If it's what I think it is, I'm completely in your corner on this. Yeah, uh, I thought Tyler may. I, I, I think Tyler may have snuck into media days last night. <laughs> yep, yep, we're on the same so page. Okay, about an hour go. from now, damn Tyler. Uh, <laughs> an hour from now, uh, it, it was I being too sensitive? And don't just assume yes. Because many of you just will assume yes. Hey, last night, um, I said uh, I had uh, Tyler. I had four. I had four daiquiris, and it would have been five, but the the place was closed. That's right by the uh, the elevator. It, it shut down by the time I was walking oh. up, but I had planned to get another one uh, on the way up as a as a finisher. But those uh, but those daiquiris, them strawberry ones. I mean, I don't. I mean, I just put them away. Tyler, Clint, you saw the first one. These are big boys, too, now. I mean, these are big boys. Tyler, they look really big in Ron's hands. Houston's all about that purple drink. My man Ron, the show, is all about the pink drink. All about the pink. It was strawberry, baby. It was strawberry, and I mean, 
Woo. Yes. The first one that our guys that second that second those 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 last three, Clint. Oh, you. Oh, wow. That was that was. Strong. Were they regular? Were they at least regular shaped jars, or were you in on like some some of the long neck? Like the guy the, is the drunk. Long neck. Kind of hurricane type drinks. So I had two of the one that was the size you saw me, and then yeah. I had two of the smaller ones, the smaller size. Brandon ordered one, so I said, "Well, I can't have you drink alone, so I'll drink another one." Sure. And I was itching to do it anyhow, but uh, uh, but but I had that one, and, and in my mind, I planned. Uh, I saw Laura get that. Uh, it was like a strawberry. And a, a lemon that was a pink lemonade number at the uh uh-huh. at the, I, that my plan after playing beer pong grab one two, go two pitchers down to that gonna grab one of those as a nightcap right by the elevator why not right 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 you know gonna I was the, you know saw that Red Bulls gonna get a couple of those for the morning mm-hmm. and, and and I was ready to go by the way those are nine dollars yeah piece I know yeah I got another one for Woo! Love that um, yeah dog Tyler I, I ran into them bad boys I was I was four daiquiris down. <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, boy, I was on a hot streak. I, I like people. Someone said yesterday, "Oh, it's probably boring to find to go to Vegas with Ryan." I found that beer pong table. <laughs> listen, I know that listen, I lost, yours. Listen, I, I'm telling you, where I am, the, the, the type of guy on the table where I am is, you better get me in the first game. You better. I, I'm, I'm basically, I am Justin Verlander. You better get me in the first two innings. You know, Justin. Ju- Justin, in the first two innings, you 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 got you got a shot at getting Bird's Justin Verlander. Bird. Verlander, those first two innings, might he might load the bases up, might walk a couple. If you remember him in that game one against the Twins, and then he just went ahead and shut him down in the in the division or uh, in the divisional series. That that's me. He got me in that first one. I had a lead on him, three cups to one, and then I I, I let Juan get back in it. Then the second two games, I just whooped his ass. I'm telling you, that Seven game two, man. Time. That game two, he had six cups left when I finished that thing I'm off. Try, I'm in there trying to get some sleep, being a responsible adult nah, on a work week, I and found he's texting it. me that, that he's beating up on Juan. I, f- I, I, I love it. it. Hey, hey, and Juan, and Juan, hey, Juan's good. Now, Juan, know, um, who is who is a, who is a player? Who's a quarterback? Who's a quarterback that that just takes chances? That's good and really talented, but just takes chances. Don't just mm, just don't. Brett Favre. Brett, I mean Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Game. Yes, Juan's Josh Allen. Yep, Juan's Josh Allen. See, we, we played 10 cup. Juan came off the bat and said, hey, we got two re-racks. Wait, but so Juan, y'all were playing one-on-one? One-on-one. But Juan, hey, Juan's like, I'm not going to re-rack. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's not going to. No, so he, he, went, he refused to. Oh, so he wow. just left He just left holes wow. all over. Him. Yeah. You know who did re-rack? You. This guy. <laughs> just the real professional. <laughs> Just drilling it, Mister, you can sit, Mister Professional. You can sit there. Uh, you great. can sit there and be hard if you like to. But I'm, I'm sure the hell go do it. Y'all I'm didn't sure have teammates, though. Y'all were playing one on one. We were playing one on one. We did, man. It, it, we had a series going on. We had a three game set, and then I worked him over. That last game, I let him in. He, he, he lost by four cups. I'm but proud of you, dude. That's a hell I saw of a Juan, night. I saw, I saw Juan then start getting down to it. Then Juan, Juan finally hit his one rack in that last game when he was getting beat down. Juan tried to do a bounce on me. I hit that. I hit that thing all the way to the. To he the tried other to side. bounce it. Either. Oh, I hit it. I hit it all the way to the other side of the table. I swung. <laughs> I swung. That's swung. Dude, Dikembe Mutombo. Like, and I, I was I'm probably going to catch one game tonight. I'm w- watching. And I'm by, the watch end, one game. No, by the no, end, by the end of it, I think I, Brandon came on in that last game, and he was there. And I had done. I had done a really good job of not talking trash to Juan, and just playing a friendly oh, game. That's and then not by the fun. end. But then, but, but I don't know him well, you know. I don't know him. But then, by the end of it, then I just start, I just start talking trash to Juan. 
I said, "Why, man? Why? I told him. I, I said, "Why won't you just go ahead and just give me the ball? You're not, <laughs> you're not gonna make them." <laughs> after after that third, yeah, after yeah, third daiquiri, <laughs> after that second pitcher, I said, "Why, man? Just here, just give them to me, man. You ain't Wait, gonna I'm make just me. now picking this up. It was a pitcher. We had pitchers of beer to play the oh, game. Oh, okay. I thought, you meant, I thought you'd admit your, your we daiquiris. Went through, we went through three pitchers of beer. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, Now, gotcha. Uh, Brandon got the end of the, the third one, but we went through three pitchers of beer and played that thing. All right, Tyler, I need to what, – what is going on? Because you, you said you haven't understood. Dude. What is going on with the Area 45 guys? I, Someone text – I've seen this a couple of times on, the, on, on uh, YouTube and Twitch that are we not going to address the Area 45 guys? There were some accusations made last night, dude. Some very serious accusations made against you in particular. Me and uh, really? me and Dirty Red are, are uh, I guess we're innocent bystanders. We're, we're innocent bystanders as of now. I I well, told them I didn't know if it ta- was true. Somebody said they're talking trash on you guys every night. Well, maybe so, but but in particular last night, mm. a very bold claim by uh by our guy Patrick Creighton about you, man. Because mm, I see some of the text line. Yeah, PC be, be mocking Clint. I want to hear. Let, let, oh, what, yeah, what's I did this? hear an impersonation. That's true. What is going on? I'm let, flattered. Let me hear. Let the, me hear this. Let the, me hear. Let this me hear in particular, I'll play it for you now. This was the accusation made against you last night. Now this dude. is patty cakes. It, this is this is PC Patrick Creighton and and John Bajani gotcha. Area Forty Five right. last night. Wait to hear it. I saw a rumor on our YouTube message board, though, and you've since responded to it. I've confirmed the rumor. The rumor is true. Listen, I I said you're going to get the truth on this show. The rumor is true. Yep. Ron Hewley blocked us from going to Vegas. 100% true. The only reason Sean and I are not in Vegas is because Ron put up a monster stink, started a whole big thing, got Parker involved, got, you know, went and got my bosses involved, and, uh... Yeah, he, he said that because uh, we were a new show, we weren't worthy of going. Uh, so we're not we're not worried about like the night guys. That we're the night guys. We're not worried about the night guys going because nobody's going to be there. You know, it's a waste of time and resources and stuff like that. Not to mention, we could have been like doing stuff during the day, promote the station, yeah. catching interviews, shooting video. That's what I was. No, thinking. no, I we were told we were not important enough to go, and that was all uh, at the hands of one Ron Hughley, who apparently has problems. With the night show. I don't know what's going on with that. He won't that. leave us alone. He started crap from day one. Trying to bully us. Day one, it's He's been Trying to bully us. It's all good, man. Is there any truth to that, oh Ron? Oh, my. That is like a very, very strong accusation. Um, that is interesting for Patty Cakes and uh, and Shawnee B. Um, it's all true. Oh my! Oh, help, man! I didn't. I didn't even know Patrick's name when they got the flights. <laughs> when they bought the flights, you told me. I didn't. Yeah, when they got the flights, I didn't even know Patrick's name. I don't think you knew yours either, man. Ron Hewley. Ron, yeah, he blew it the first time, and then the last time. Listen, um, listen. Now, I will say. Now, Patrick, I did not say this. All of the things that you brought up, though. They do hold water, right? Like, I mean, you know, that's that is an extra couple of plane flights and a co- extra couple of rooms, and uh, that's an extra couple of meals, you know. And, and you're just starting, and right, and and 
There's nobody in here from the hours of 7 to 10 in here. You'd be in this room by yourself. I don't even think they'd give you access. So, I mean, now I, I do think what you're saying holds water. Now, I did say it. You wish you could claim it as, as it came from you, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, so I'm you deny not, this claim. Yeah, I'm just not a hater like that, man. See, you know, and I, that was my thought. They had me on the show and asked me my opinion, and I told them I hadn't heard anything. But at the same time, in my own mind, I thought there was a smidge of a chance. It didn't sound like you, but but you wow, do often wow. say, See? no, hear me. See, You do often no, say when out. someone goes low, you go lower. But what do I have to go lower? That's what I didn't know. I didn't didn't know if there was a previous beef and you were like, all right, I'm not letting this dude go to Vegas. Tyler, this is is your anger at us because you're not here coming out, Tyler. I really believe that. This is your anger at me. I'm not angry, y'all. I I am hurt. I am absolutely devastated. Tyler is like one of my best friends in radio. You should be. You didn't even say that convincingly. In radio, I am I am Depressing. hurt, hurt. List. Come, coming up, we'll figure this out. Wow, I thought there was a smidge of truth to this. What a son of a bitch! All right, coming up, we'll figure this out. <laughs> we'll figure this out with with Tyler. Just, I mean, sickening. Um, and 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 also, I do want to know when we're looking at the Super Bowl. It feels like the Chiefs are becoming villains, and I'm wondering for people: Do you hate the Chiefs? Or do you just have fatigue over the Chiefs because they're winning and they're always there? We'll discuss that coming up next. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back to The Drive. Uh, very disappointed uh, right now and very disappointed in uh, the text line and YouTube and Twitch. Coming up here in a few moments, we'll be joined by Lara, uh, Lara, Laura Oakman, who is uh, she's going to do uh, the sideline reporting for the Super Bowl coming up for Westwood One. Uh, she's been in the game for a long, long time, and so uh, she's going to be right there uh, joining uh, Kevin Harlan and company and company and doing uh, the Super Bowl. And she'll join us. We'll get her thoughts on everything going on around here uh, coming up here in just a moment, but. Uh, like right now, what I'm seeing, Clint, is as uh, uh, Patrick Creighton, uh, a real despicable human being, just came out here and just just made up a complete lie. Uh, and, Ron uh, Hewley. And uh, he, I mean, for God's sakes, he said Hewley again. Um, a a dis- despicable lie uh, is what he uh, he did, saying that I was the one, me, me. Like I got that kind of power. I mean, clearly, I am a visionary, but I didn't. I didn't have Patrick or Sean Bajani in my visions. <laughs> uh, I got other things to do. Um, but the, I would hold them up from going to Vegas. That I would stop them from going to Vegas. And here it is, Clint. I mean, it is just going uh, rough shot here on YouTube and Twitch. Ron just got busted. I thought so too. Fess up, Hughley. C blocker. Ron totally deflecting. Yes. I just got Why the red carpet. We're going to get into a controversy. Uh, care about what the station spends on a trip. Yes. Why the hell do you think I give a damn? Just despicable. <laughs> like I care about Patrick and them having a good time. Hold on, Joe. Right? I don't know what I don't know what has gotten into them making that up sounds these like, face that lies. That sounds like something Hewley would do. I tell you. Yep, and then Patrick jumps in. I think he, I think he see blocked Tyler from coming too. All right, yeah. Then I, I stopped, I stopped Ben and Figgy from coming as well, didn't I? I stopped everybody. Get out of here! Are you kidding me? You what? 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 
do you think I do every day? <laughs> Sitting there saying, how can I mess things up for Sean Bajani and Pat Creighton? <laughs> the showman. How can I mess things up for those guys? No well, one is I tell you what, you did it. I mean, you're, you're, you were successful. It worked. <laughs> is that what I did? Mission accomplished, whatever you did. I, got it I mean, that was a hell of a game plan. I'll be honest with you. I've, I've, been, I've known you for about four years. I don't know that you've ever worked that many layers into a plan. Really? I mean, I mean that, that's really visionary. Isn't that, that was is? a five-step plan right there, man. Well executed, sir. Well, I mean, that's ridiculous. you got to be ashamed of yourself. Well executed, man. That's, that's sad. Uh, sad. It's a hell of a hello, deal. Hello, hello. How are you? As we said, yes. uh, Laura Oakman, who's going to join us here, she's going to be on uh, on the sideline for Westwood One. Uh, as uh, she will, uh, she'll be helping call. Act like you've done this before, Laura. Will you? She's been here. She's been here before. Yeah, there it is. There it is. That but as uh, as she joins us here on Radio Row, how you doing, Laura? I am wonderful. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, we got to kick things off the way we do with every interview. Uh, on this show this week, and we've got a tally going up. Let's don't go, say man. prediction. Come on now. Oh hell no! I don't know what. I don't. We ain't that lame, Laura. <laughs> Not, yeah, we're I don't going, know. What, <laughs> that'd, be <laughs> tough, that'd be a tough kicker there. Does uh, Does Taylor get a ring by the end of twenty twenty four? Oh, that's funny. Um, that, that, does Travis get on the knee by the end of the year? Does Taylor get a ring? I mean, she's in deep thought, folks. Because so the second they started dating, I was like, "This is it." Because I was so excited. I, I was so excited. This is it. <laughs> because you look at the men that she's dated, and they've all been intimidated by her success. Mm. And also, more of a peer, so she was more successful than them. And watch them shrink away. Watch them not talk about each other. And so, as someone who found love late in life, and I have a man who supports the hell out of me. Like, I saw that and was like, that's hard for the most, one of the most successful women on the planet. And knowing Travis, that like the second that started, I was like, that's a man. He is going to support her. He is going to take care of her. He's, gonna, like, He's into her. You can tell. And she hadn't dated an athlete. And so it was like, I'm not, he stepped into that, right? Like, l- let me shine the light on you. Sure. So I don't know. I'm not in the marriage you prediction. Got, you got to give us a prediction. But I'm in is the love prediction. I mean, Sh- you sure. Got 10 months sure. You got 10 months, Laura. That's a yes. 10 months. That's I mean, yes. they're in love. Like, I mean, we all heard them say it, but I did. I, I sat down with him last night and had our interview with Westwood One before, like, all the hoopla starts. We get, like, one on one conversations. And I hadn't, I hadn't had a Chiefs game all year. And that was the first thing I said to him was, I've been saying it behind your back all, you know, since you guys got together. I just need to say this to you. It's five words. And he's like, What? And I said, Love looks good on you. Like, it's just, I love I it bet, as a he, woman. I bet he lit up like a Christmas lit tree. Lit up like a Christmas tree. I like that one right there. Is it me or, or has he let the beard go out? Grow it's a, it's it's, a lot. He's, it's, his a beard's lot. growing out like his brother's. Now Now I can see the, the I can see the brother, the, the, the resemblance of the two brothers now, now with, the with the lumberjack Agreed. beard, right? Agreed. When it's not lined up the, the, the way they, he looks a little different, so. But we know she likes, like, 1,000%, I'm like, but she must like it. Because that man is not going to do that if his woman doesn't like it, right? Like, my husband yeah. is keeping that beard because I love his beard. I just cut mine because my wife thought mine was <laughs> Exactly. But that's the point. honest with you. But yeah. that's the point. If, I, either she likes it or don't. Doesn't let, it? let me tell you, Laura, when I, when I was convinced. Because I didn't think it had much of a chance to be completely honest with okay. you. Yeah, you, you, okay. you weren't real. I believed it the whole way. 
Of course you did. You're well, a Swifty. I, well, I, listen, I, I'm not a Swifty. I mean, you I'm got a, a little thing for I'm Kelsey. A Travis. Love. A I know, no listen, love. No love. I know Travis, and I've seen him. And he, I don't know him like that, but he, this looked different. You could tell. Yeah. He lights he, up watching her perform he, of, like, blushing when she said it. Like, he, that man is And he's love. tried to really protect the relationship early yeah. in okay. a way that was, that well, was that, different. That, that's okay. all cute, y'all. But let me tell you, when it, when it became <laughs> official, right, after the AFC championship game, what's Mama's name? Debbie Donna. or Donna? Donna. Right. Donna was heading her way towards the uh, the stage on you know the, where they were presenting the trophy to the guys, and Swift had twelve security guards around her. Obviously, like she was she was okay. And Mama Bear turned around and said, "Come on, Taylor!" Literally, two fingers, one glance, two fingers. Mama's got you. I said, "That's, that's it. it. Ma- Mama's in now. It's it's over." So. I was really nervous. We were the first interview with him last night. And so everyone on Westwood One was like, are you going there? Are you going there? I'm like, I don't know. Let me see. And so my feel it out question was, you look good in love, right? Love looks good on you. Because either he was going to kind of do this or do this. So I just kind of waited for that. And he leaned in so fast. And so it's kind of you only get like 15 minutes. So I'm like, ah, it's, you know, it's airing on Super Bowl Sunday. And how much is, what am I going with? But I, I. what I really love was I said to him, I have an organization for women in sports, and this has been some one of the best years with conversations with women and conversations with men about their women and their daughters and all of this and uh, and having these moments. And so I said, I've talked to you for so many years now about how important it is for you to raise young players, for you to inspire young men. Are you aware or do you want to be aware of what kind of an impact this relationship is making? And he very much said yes. And like, yes, like he's aware of that. And and I said, um, I didn't know how far I was going to go with this because I was waiting to see. You know, it's, it's, it's the Super Bowl. We should talk football. But as someone who found love late in life, I want to talk about my husband. <laughs> like, I can't get enough talking about my husband. And so he very much did the like, I love Taylor. Like, I'm so proud of her and I want to have these conversations. And, and he is not shying away from that's, you know, that's who, what I do. That's who I am. And let me just say this, too, because this is why this year has been my favorite with, with so much testosterone around me and so much estrogen with Galvanize is there's something really cool right now about this is the, the season that men are supporting their women like crazy. So I talked about it with Kyle Juszczyk about his wife, Kristen, who got that, you know, big deal with the NFL with the mm-hmm. designing yeah, clothes. The yep. George Kittle, we talked about it last night with Claire. And I'm like, I've been doing this over 30 years and men have never, like, so loudly and proudly been like, let me tell you about my lady. But it's been nonstop. So they're, he's part of it. They're the biggest part of it. But I think it's a whole era right now we're ushering, it, ushering in of men being like, let me show you my badass women. Tell us, speaking of that, you mentioned it briefly, but tell us a little bit about Galvanize and what you got going on. Um, Galvanize is everything that I wish I would have had when I was first navigating this industry. And my first Super Bowl was 1992. And... I get so sad when I think of that poor young woman, <laughs> you know, that poor, that poor young woman who was here and she was in so over her head and I, you know, there weren't many women here. And so I was so, um, I, I was so consumed with, you don't belong, don't screw up, don't make anyone look at you, don't ask a dumb question. And so I just shrunk. And so that first, probably those first few Super Bowls for me were just sad and lonely. And 
So galvanizes everything that I wish I would have had. I wish I would have had a group of women to say you're kick, you know, you're you're crushing it. You're doing the best you, you can. can. Thanks. <laughs> that you're kicking ass. That you know that hey, let me go over those questions with you and no, that is a great question. And so I started it at a time when I started seeing all these young women getting thrown into our business, and I was like, that's cool. There's so many of them. But I also started seeing them get thrown in way too high and way too fast. And the industry is just kind of chewing them up and spitting them out, some of these stations and networks. And so luckily, it started happening when I was 40 and not 30, because 30, I would have been judgmental of the women. And at 40, I was like, how can I help? And I became more, you know, more like a mom. I I became much more protective. And... That was a dozen years ago, and now it's over 5,000 women. And, I mean, I'm watching right now. I brought seven rock star uh, women to the Super Bowl, and they're all on different ages, different stages, and doing different things in sports. But um, it's hopefully a place that women in sports go to and find confidence in themselves and each other, whether you're navigating the locker room or the boardroom or the classroom. And it's just everything I would have wanted. That's awesome. Laura Oakman with us. Uh, She'll be on the sideline uh, for the Super Bowl with Westwood One. Real quick with the game, uh, Laura, uh, we've been talking about it a little bit today. What's your your feeling? You've been doing this a while. What's your feeling on how – the conversation is around Brock Purdy. That that, um, that that is interesting to me that somebody who appears to be as successful as he is, but the conversation is so odd around him. It's, uh, conversations are just so odd these days, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it's just, he's the best, he's a Hall of Famer, and he is the worst. Um, I've done about six Niners games this year, and probably more than that last year. We had him a bunch, and I have never heard veteran guys praise a guy like that when he when he started and I just remember having a conversation with George Kittle and George Kittle was like I have never seen a young guy command a huddle of veterans like this and he's like but let me define veterans Trent Williams and George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and Kyle Juszczyk like those are men and so the way that they said that he walked into that huddle and the way they were all like any play, we're like, we're going to get it because he's so confident. So I say that to say they all were speaking that language. I talked to Kyle about that, Shanahan, and Kyle was like, I said, have you ever had a young guy like that? And he said, never. So there's all of that. What I love about talking to Shanahan last night was I said, I've talked to you, you know, for this whole year plus about this ascension of, of uh, Brock. How important was it to see Baltimore in four interceptions? How important was it this season for us to see a second-year quarterback, which he is, because he skipped so many steps because of that, like, quick ascension? So what I would say is he's a second-year quarterback that has had an incredible start but also has navigated the stuff that he probably should have earlier, and he's still navigating it. But what Shanahan said and what every Niners player says is they all watched. He never changed either way. Yeah. So he's still he's so young. He's so young. Yeah. We appreciate you joining us. Good luck with the game coming up, and we'll be listening to you, and I'm sure many people will as well. We appreciate you joining us, Laura. I've so enjoyed this conversation. Good, good luck with Galvanize, too. That's uh, awesome. I appreciate it's, uh, it's it. It's really cool. A lot of Thank people, and in, in, uh, not just the media, but, you know, they have ideas and think, well, that would be cool, and I'd like to help, and it usually dies on a vine to see somebody and speak with somebody like you that obviously put – put the work in and made it happen is is really cool i so appreciate that and really quickly let me say this because when i go and i talk to women we always talk about galvanize and i love that but there's nothing i enjoy more when men ask me about it because 
women supporting women is awesome, but it's a bubble. If you want to be in the sports world, that is not what it looks like. And so it takes great men who galvanize and awesome men who support women. So just by you guys asking about it and caring about it means the world. So thank you. And please go over to our booth and get some hats. All right. Appreciate it. it. We'll do that. All right. Thank you, Clint. What got, you got we, got, we got big heads, though. I mean, we, not, not, <laughs> I, need, I need a bucket hat now. It's got to be a big one. So. He's got a big Stretch one. that. Uh, that's one. right. Come on now. All right, C.J. Stroud, he joined Ryan Clark and the Pivot guys. And, and uh, I haven't given you guys a, a football horny clip of, of the week or day in a couple of weeks. Well, I, I have one. And, uh, Houston, you're going to like what your quarterback had to say. We'll have that for you, and we'll discuss next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.